Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. It's time for the B-A-Q-A-A, the B-A-Q-A, what you say, the B-A-Q-A with Manday, the B-A-Q-A with Tiffany, the B-A-Q-A. <laughs> Welcome back to Brown Ambition. Question and answer. If you have questions, we have some answers. Although we're not your attorney, your financial advisor, your therapist, your mama, but we are two very, very smart brown girls about money, career, business, entrepreneurship. Um, so we love your questions. If you have a question, you can go to brownambitionpodcast.com and submit them there. You can also, if you want to be in in the stew, as the young people say, um, and sit in the hot seat, um, you can leave us a voice note um, via Instagram, brownambitionpodcast on Instagram. And yeah, we will potentially have you in the studio with us. So. We're going to do money questions today, Mandra, right? Yeah, we got some juicy ones, um, and we're going to go old school here and read them. These are some questions that were submitted through IG. Let's kick off. There are a couple of debt questions today, which is one of our lovely, one of our favorite topics, especially considering what's happening in the economy right now. So let's start with IG question number one from listener MSW. MSW says, hi, ladies, can you both explain how it's hard to get rid of credit card debt during a recession? Is it because they increase the interest rates? Should we not use credit cards at all due to this? I'm getting emails about how I can double my points if I use my credit card and other deals like that. I love the podcast. Been a fan since day one. Thank you, MSW. Oh, MSW, are you a social worker? Because that's the social worker, you know, MSW. I thought it sounded like kind of vaguely Master's familiar. Social work. I'm like, I see you, girl, helping the people. Yeah. Um, I bet they are trying to incentivize you to use your credit card because they make girl. so much money off them these days. Uh, uh, billions. Yes. <laughs> so for one, I'll take on the, should you not use your credit card? No, girl, if you pay your credit card off in full every single month, you ain't got to worry about all that. You know, like that's not, you know, that's not the the issue paying off. So I, for example, finally joined the Big Girl Money Club. I don't know if I told you this, Mandra, that, you know, I have my, my um, I think it's mostly my American Express card. I put like almost all my bills on it and I pay it off every month in full and I have so many points as a result. But I was scared to join the Big Girl Money Club because even though I've been paying off my credit card in full, um, well, you know, like the club where people like put all their bills on their credit card so they can just use points and they put them on their credit card because they pay it off in full. You know, even though I've been paying off my credit card in full for like over 10 years, I was scared to put my bills on my credit card, you know, because it's just like, ah, what if ooh. it's like, girl, first of all, I live off 10% of what I make. You're going to be fine. So instead now, as a result, you know, I use those points to upgrade um, when I fly to, you know, to um, 
really for travel for me, I really love that. Um, so using a credit card is not inherently bad. Um, if you pay it off in full every month, you don't have to worry about the raise and interest rates. But our friend Jerome, not too long, Jerome, Jerome Powell, not too long ago, right? He, um, he, <laughs> he raised interest rates, right, Mandra? He did. Um, I mean, they've been raising interest rate interest rates quarter after quarter, um, and they're doing this for a couple of reasons. Like y'all know, during the pandemic, um, y'all were getting stimmies. Okay, we were getting stimulus checks. Not only that, but like the labor market was hot, hot, hot. We we're getting big fat raises, a great resignation. Y'all were quitting your way rich, and I love it, and I'm here for it. But because Americans suddenly had we're sitting on all these piles of cash, basically extra money in the bank, we were shopping. We were shopping a lot. We were shopping so much that supply chain issues started to be a problem. And there literally wasn't enough stuff or as much appetite as we had. And that is what has been leading to inflation, which is like increased prices. But what's crazy is like, yes, inflation is to blame because, you know, there was more increased demand, but also you just see companies raising prices, almost using inflation as an excuse to raise them, you know, because like, even though inflation average is what, like 7% right now, you're seeing prices for, you know, some products way more than just like 7% more expensive. Um, but anyway, so one way that the Federal Reserve is trying to control inflation, which is like a good thing, they have a good, they have our best interests at heart. At heart, I think, is they start to raise the base federal funds rate, which does impact the cost of borrowing, not just for you and me, but also big co corporations as well. So one of the first ways that we feel it as consumers is in our credit card debt. So your interest rate on your credit card very likely goes up. Everyone's probably got a variable rate interest credit card. That's pretty much the only kind you can get these days. So it will go up when the rates go up. So if you haven't, go check your most recent credit card statement or your email and see what your rate is these days. Because you're right, it is getting increasingly more expensive as they raise rates to carry credit card debt. Um, so yes, if you have credit card debt, I would absolutely encourage you to stop accruing additional debt, um, and focus on paying it down because it's just getting more and more expensive, um, yeah, to carry it. So that's your little mini, um, inflation slash fed lesson for the day. I was looking like, what's the average APR right now? And it's at about, it's over, wait, let me check. It's 22.9%. Who called it? Mm -hmm. Yes. Because I remember getting credit a card. It's like between 20 and 30% credit cards usually like range between. I mean, if you have excellent credit, I remember my Chase Goodtime card when I got that. Um, it was 16%. That was back in the yeah. heydays when rates were really low back in like 2017, 16, something Mine like that. Mine was like 14.99. I remember this thing. I was yeah. like, look at me. Okay. It's just still a lot. But, you know, try not to carry a balance. Um, but I am someone who, like, I have I have been, I joined the Big Girl Club and, like, getting mul getting different cards for different, like, I have right. a Target Red card, and I have Ooh. my Amex for shopping, and okay. I have my Chase Good Time card for travel and food, okay. and I have a business credit card. So now I have, like, four credit cards to track. Tiffany, I have a confession to make. I was actually laughing. I was cracking up with um, Jamila Soufran. She's been on the show before. She's the co-host of, or the host of Journey to launch, she and I were confessing to each other that we paid interest fees on our credit cards recently because we just forgot to pay them off. Yes, same. Um, and I was like, I never did this when I was broke. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, it's a dirty little secret. But yeah, it's getting expensive out here. So you have to be really careful. 
Yeah. Um, so inherently, should you not use credit cards at all? No, I don't believe so. It, but you got to know yourself, right? It's like if you know that like you're not paying it off in full and you're and you're, you know, having like a little bit of a struggle, then you want to suspend or at least reduce the use of credit cards, you know? But if you're someone who was already paying them off in full every month, um, then I wouldn't concern myself, you know, you know, so much. Like I don't, I couldn't even tell you that in my interest rates on my credit cards, because why I pay them off in full, you know, um, every single month. And so, yeah. So, but I love this question. It was a really great one. Like, you know, so thank you MSW for what you do for the people. Um, but also this is just a really great, um, a really great question. I think it's important for people to understand that. I think when people think that when the feds rate, raise the rates, Mandy, that people think that it's, it's like the rate that they're raising is like the credit rating rate that we get as consumers, but it's like, no, 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 no. Like it trickles down. You know, no, but meaning no. like, you know, like Jerome Powell says, oh, the new rate is, you know, up, you know, uh, 0.5% and then your credit card um, interest rate is going to be up 0.5%. It's not, that's not the rate that they're raising, but it trickles down right. yes. into us, you know, because it's really like the rate for like, like the big bank borrowers. Like that's what's happening there. Exactly. And it, it also leads into like auto loan rates, obviously housing, like mortgage rates are so incredibly. And the funny thing is that, and you know what, shout out to the chief mortgage economist at my former company lending tree, Tendai Kupfidze, bless his heart. He explained this to me, I would say no less than a dozen times. And I still don't remember why, but I do know enough to know that the federal rate in, increases, they don't directly impact mortgage rates, but Indirectly, they do. So they do, um, but it's not like a direct, you know, impact or whatever. Ten nine, you have to explain it to me again. But anyway, <laughs> that's why housing is getting more expensive. Your auto loans, yeah. your personal loans are getting more expensive. Yeah. Um, any kind of like consumer debt, usually the only Barring thing like is, is just going to be more pricey. Yeah, the only upside is like your savings rates will be going up. Girl. Yeah, so I think about like couple percent. We're getting back to the heydays of your high yield savings accounts are actually mean- yielding. Girl, Something. it's like it's giving 3.3.3.7. I'm leaving the ally. Sorry, I like girl, because you ain't paying as much as others. So I'm leaving. I know. I know. I know. We're switching over from ally. Um, you know, if you caught it, you caught it. Um, but <laughs> I wish because I'm, I'm just like, yeah, because I'm not loyal, please. What I gotta be loyal for? I'm loyal to the coin. Who's paying exactly. better interest rates? Um, and so I'm switching. And so that is the good thing. That here's the thing about interest rates. Okay. That What's important to understand is that depending on where you are in your financial journey, the raising of interest rates is a good or a bad thing. If you're on the side of your financial journey where debt is still prevalent and it's like, you know, that like you're just having a hard time with debt, then the raising of interest rates by the Fed is going to be a bad thing for you because you're going to have to contend with higher monthly payments overall. If you are on the side of your financial journey where you've minimized or totally eliminated debt, and now you're saving and investing, then that's the side. Then the Fed's raising the interest rates is a good thing because you're like, woohoo, the money that I have saved actually is earning more money and I have the potential to keep and make more. So depending, and there's no judgment on where you are on what side, because we have both, both Manny and I have been on both sides, you know? And so like now I'm on the woohoo, you know, I'm finally on the side where like I don't have any debt. And so the raising of the interest rates, it doesn't concern me. If anything else, I'm like, eh, let me see how much I can squeeze out of my um high yield savings account. So just keep that in mind that like very often personal finance, something is not good or bad, like credit cards. I don't believe that they're good or bad. It just depends on where you currently are with your, your finances and how you navigate them. And so, you know, are, are 
desire, Mandy and I desire is to help you work toward the other side. When these things happen, it's good for you. You know, and as good as it can be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just sucks that with these rates and like the market's always uncertain for some reason or another, but we're still seeing like my portfolio is not giving what I would like to see. It's still down like 10% my investments for the year. And the truth is like a lot of companies, especially this is why we're seeing so many layoffs in tech, Um, not to turn it into the career episode, but um, (laughs) you know, tech relies on a lot of borrowing venture capital funding for their businesses. And when the cost of borrowing, the money that these businesses are lending them and the money that businesses themselves are being lent so they can give it to tech firms, when that gets more expensive, like it does when the rates go up, they like to give money to tech less. And so that's why tech is you see them doing layoffs and being more heavily impacted by what's happening in the market. And um, yeah, business in general doesn't love expensive borrowing. So yeah, it's it's a very complex picture um, in general, but do what you can, pay down your debt, look into like balance transfer credit cards. If you have a balance and you want to save some money, maybe you can find a 0% interest, like an intro offer that you can transfer your credit card to a different card. I did that last year. Um, and it can buy you some time. And like my dad just had to pay for a bunch of dental work and he got a personal loan at 9% fixed rate. So that rate is not going to change. And he can use that 9% loan, um, which is much better than if he had had to put it on, you know, credit cards credit card, yep. or what he wanted to do, which was take money out of his baby 401k. I helped him just set up <laughs> a couple of years ago. I was like, don't touch it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Fun, fun times. But All right, MSW, thank you for the question. Should we take a quick little break and be right back with another money question for the BAQA? Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. All right, BA fam, y'all know when it comes to financial advice, you have to trust your source. That's why you listen to Brown Ambition, right? And when I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to Nerd Wallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. I've been a longtime fan of Nerd Wallet. In fact, I almost worked there a couple of times because when it comes to financial experts and writing, they really know how to give you the best reviews of financial products. I honestly wouldn't sign up for a credit card today if I hadn't looked at a review on a site like Nerd Wallet myself. And honestly, if y'all haven't learned about Nerd Wallet, you're missing out. And with their help, what could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access, wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms of each credit card issuer apply. 
And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know we work hard and we play hard, but when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app can help it do. Keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you know what. I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Security. Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Hey, debit card users, listen up. Discover has something especially for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can start earning cash back on everyday debit card purchases. You heard that right. Cash back on debit purchases because cash back isn't just for credit cards. It's time you also get some love. Oh, And I should also mention that this has no fees, period. Finally, the game-changing checking account you deserve. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member FDIC. And we're black and back. Second question comes from Miss DD, or is it Double D, girl? That sounds like a lot. Anyway, hi, ladies. (laughs) Love your show. Thanks, girl. I spent um, the past few years focusing on paying off debt. Ooh, another debt question. Also, I was able to get my student loan discharged due to my disability. I actually would like to learn more about that, Double D. Um, You know, like you don't have to give me like, you know, all your business, but, you know, how are you able to, because lots of people are not able to do that. And I'm curious. Um, She says, I work full time and I'm wondering what I should do next. I have credit cards that I pay off each month. I have an emergency fund, but of course I can always save more. I should probably focus on stashing away for my retirement. I don't want to work in corporate America forever. I just wanted your opinion on what's the most important. Thanks for you. Thank you for all. Thank you for all you both do. Girl, it's just a lot of words here. Thank you for all you both do. <laughs> I promise double D I can read. So this is a really great question. Call your double D. Because <laughs> it's funny. Um, you know, because money can be dry, honey. If we don't do it, we got some money. <laughs> so, um, no, this is a really great question, you know, because mm. this is kind of like on the other side. This is, you know, this is, you're super fortunate, you know. All of a sudden, you know, student loan debt, which I'm sure was a heavy load, Mm-hmm. It's gone, and now you have this excess monthly payment that you don't have to pay out. So it's like emergency fund, stashing away for retirement. Um, you know, like uh, what? Like what should she be doing? You know, she has got credit card debt still. Um, so what say you, Mandra, to kick it off? I mean, it's hard without knowing exactly how much credit card debt she has, but I'm in the. I'm kind of like kind of greedy, and I'm like, can you do a little bit of everything? Can you increase your retirement contribution? Because really you have more money, less money um, coming out of your paycheck each month. So put the money to work. I, and, and it sounds like maybe you haven't been um, saving for retirement, investing for retirement while you're paying down your debt. So I would prioritize that and then um, take some money and, and add to what you've been um, paying on your credit cards. So you can pay those down faster. 
those would be the priorities that I would have. And you do have an emergency fund, which is, you know, which is great. You could be adding to it, but since you already have it, I would prioritize the retirement and um, credit card debt. I agree because you have to think to yourself this, right? That like Mandy just read um, earlier in the question, right? That credit card debt, I, I can almost guarantee that unless you have a, you know, balance transfer card or whatever, that your interest rate lies somewhere between 20 and 30%. So the market is not yielding 20 or 30%. So even, you know, if you were to invest it, you'd still be losing because you're losing so much with the credit card debt that whatever gains will be erased by that, that loss. So I'd be focusing on, um, that credit card debt. And, and normally I like for people to start with the snowball method, but for you, sis, since you got rid of this big lump sum with this um, student loan, I probably would look at the credit card uh, debt with the highest interest rate first and really work on the avalanche method, especially as we go into this potential recession and interest rates are likely to continue to rise. So I'd pay off that credit. Well, I'd be putting some of it toward paying off that credit card debt, especially with the highest interest rate. Um, and to Mandy's point, you know, it is your younger self's job to look after your older self. So, you know, I, I, I'd be looking if I can, will this allow you to start to max out your retirement every year? Um, consider doing that or getting close to maxing it out because you're right. You don't want to work anywhere forever, ideally, um, unless you like to really love it. And then if there's anything left over, you know, I'm curious how much in the, of an emergency fund that you have, if you have your three to six months and I don't, you know, there is, cause you said like, you could always save more. And I was going to like, you know, be like, girl, there's actually, you can actually oversave like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of in that oversafe category. So is manager low key hockey. We have like a year. It's like, girl, why do you have so much? <laughs> I have over a year's worth of savings saved, which anything above that, I mean, I'm already being ridiculous because I'm like, girl, you do not need this money saved this much, but it's for my own comfort. So I have a year's worth of um, expenses saved. Um, that let's just say I had five years. That's too much because four of those years at a minimum should be going and investing for wealth. Because if I'm maxing out retirement, I don't have debt. My emergency fund is fully funded. That excess money should really be invested for wealth. That is what the excess money is for. And so if you are in a place where there's still money left over, because I don't know how much your, um, your, your student loan payment was that you should consider starting to invest for wealth because you have re you're reached, you're on the other side of like maintenance of money and you're on the side of really growth of money because retirement investing is not the same thing as wealth investing. Retirement investing is re investing for to maintain your current lifestyle. You know, like I know they show you the commercials was like retire, you'll be on the Island. No, I need you to look around your life now. Hey life. If I set aside, this is how I'm going to continue to live. Yeah, which is fine. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, you know, it's better than cat food, you know? So that's what retirement, investing for retirement is to maintain your current lifestyle. And if you can, that's why it's the bare bones basic. So if you've done these bare bones basics and you have money left over, then consider like setting aside to invest for wealth because then you can elevate your current lifestyle and then also elevate your, your you know, your lifestyle in the future. So, so yeah, double D. I was just thinking about the fact that she said she has a disability, obviously don't have like more specifics on what that disability is, but it may even be important, more important for you to be setting aside money for your future self because you may need additional healthcare, you know, support. Um, and to that, I would say, look into if you have a, an HSA, a health savings account that you can um, put as part of your retirement plan, you know, that can help you set aside dollars pre-tax 
um, that you can use for health expenses in retirement later down the line. And you can actually invest that money too. So there's another advantage there. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely pro long-term savings and investing for you. And good luck with, um, with your credit card debt too. And kudos on getting your student loans discharged. Yeah, I'm with Tiff. Like I want more details. How'd you do Girl. all that? Double D. Yeah. So share the deets because, Please. you know, we might be able to, it might be helpful to be like, hey, yeah, like I said, you don't have to share what your um, disability is, but it'd be just great to know that maybe it's like, hey, I was able to do it because this law, or this whatever, and we can share that information with our audience. So. Wow, that's the well, BAQ you, for today. <laughs> I got ready to say double D child. Double D and MSW. I'm just, I'm just mad. I'm just jealous. That's all. At the end of the day. I know Queen we the the bear, their movies. I remember someone told me that I, I looked at my journal from sixth grade and I literally wrote, Timothy Cook is not my friend. He said, I'm a member of the itty bitty committee. Oh my God. God, I got a little boy who doesn't do that shit to little girls. I mean, it was, I was traumatized because literally in the journal, why was the page tear stained? I know. Maybe Tim was like, bites. Meanwhile, you're like 11. You're not supposed to have boobs. I mean, for real, but whatever. Tim Cook, you were a jerk. Um, but um, <laughs> not no, that but, Tim Cook. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. No, but um, no, if you guys want to be, you know, if you want to participate in BAQA, you can always send us like just written, you know, um, messages on any of our social platforms or brandambitionpodcast.com and click ask us anything or contact me form. If you want to be actually in studio and record with us, which we love that too, you know, you have to leave us a voice note on Instagram so we can hear your voice, you know, make sure, you know, you got it all together. Um, and then we'll invite you into the stew with me and Mandra. Awesome. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition podcast is produced by Cumulus Podcast Network. It's edited by the wonderful Imani Crosby and produced by Tanya Bustos. Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru, and I am Mandy Woodruff-Santos, your co-host, and I will see y'all next week. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? <laughs> In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What women binge wherever you listen.